Welcome to the Binge 10 for what was good to watch the week of uh, February 9th and what you should be watching the week of February 16th. Uh, Start at the bottom here. Uh, Number 10. So last Sunday, Power ended, a series finale. Uh, I know I've been really ripping this show lately, and it deserves it. Um, uh, Really, really silly, silly show, but... I really, really like the finale. In general, I like how they did the whole last season with trying to figure out who shot Ghost and going through the various suspects, uh, kind of focusing on one suspect uh, per episode and going through it. It's just the, you know, the writing is just so silly. But I really like how it ended. Uh, There really aren't any good guys in this show. So some bad guys won, some bad guys died. Some bad guys went to jail. Um, they really didn't pull any punches, and I thought it was a brave ending. So I really dug it. Um, I read that they're doing four spinoffs. Um, I'm not sure that's how hard up Stars is, or they really feel like they've got a dynasty here. Uh, the first one comes out this summer with Mary J. Blige and uh, Method Man. I will probably at least give it a try. Um, but I did dig the series finale. So if you were a power fan and you quit, uh, maybe you just watched the last one. You probably wouldn't uh, miss much. Uh, Number nine, Homeland debuted last Sunday. Um, This is Homeland's last season. Let me tell you what's going to happen on Homeland this season. First of all, Carrie is going to uncover some sort of conspiracy or terrorist plan. Um, Everybody will tell her she's crazy and she won't be believed. But... It will turn out that she's been right all along, and then she'll save America and the world. I'm thinking that's the way it's going to go. It's just a guess, but historically a pretty good educated guess. Um, I hope it doesn't go that way, but, you know, history has definitely told us differently. Um, uh, Showtime's uh, obviously uh, decommissioning a lot of things lately. Uh, This is Homeland's last season. Ray Donovan just got canceled. Uh, Shameless will have its uh, last season next year. Uh, I will say for Homeland, uh, the premiere is decent. Sal's the head of the NSA. Carrie is back from a Russian prison where she may or may not have been turned into a Russian spy. Uh, She, of course, is then sent to the Middle East. Um, So we're unsure of what's real or what's not because she was off her meds for so long. Uh, But I would say it wasn't a bad start to the season. It wasn't bad at all. We'll keep tabs on it for you and see if it moves up the list here. Uh, Number eight, everything is going to be okay. Um, What happens when a beloved father dies and asks his 20-something son to take care of his two teenage daughters, one who's autistic? Uh, you can catch this on Freeform or Hulu if you've got it. It's a nice 30-minute comedy, uh, though it tries to get sappy at, at some times. Uh, at first, you might think this is a young adult type of thing, but but they really don't play it that way, which is why I think I like the show. Uh, you're really not getting caught up in teenage drama. You're really trying to uh, help the new guardian here navigate how to get through uh, drugs, alcohol, dating, sex, and school uh for his new uh uh for his new daughters i guess uh but he's trying to keep his own relationship and his own partying together himself so it, it, it i don't think it, it drops into your standard uh teenage girl uh melodramatic 
drama. It's really a comedy about uh, how this guy is uh, going from one uh, teenage uh, disaster to the next. Um, uh, the autistic daughter is fantastic. Uh, uh, she plays it as a kind of non-emotional, blunt teenager trying to attract guys, trying to become a peach schnapps drinker. Um, she asked the question, is this the kind of party where, where drunk girls pass out in the bathroom and nobody knows if they should pee over her or use a different bathroom? Th that's the kind of humor that, that comes out of this show. It's really, really very good. Uh, most of it's extremely, extremely funny. Um, uh, we'll see if the joke persists. Uh, I think I'm caught up on it. You can binge the first, I think, six episodes now. Um, but now I got to catch it every week. Number seven, uh, Kidding, also debuted. Uh, Kidding is in its second year. Stars Jim Carrey, who you know, Judy Greer and Kathleen Keener, who have been in everything. Um, Justin Kirk, who was the brother from Weeds, and Frank Langello, who was the Russian contact from the Americans. Um, Kidding's in its second season, uh, but do not start in the second season. If you want to try this show, and you should, um, you want to watch this one in order. So you got to watch the first season first. Uh, it's only 30 minutes. You'll cruise through it pretty quickly. It's probably eight or 10 episodes. Uh, Jim Carrey plays like kind of a Mr. Rogers type of character. Um, and his life is unraveling in front of him. Um, and that's difficult for him because he wants to be outraged and enraged. But um, he's got to put this nice guy persona on because he's Mr. Pickles which is kind of the Mr. Rogers character. Uh, this show is really trippy. It's really goofy. It's very funny. Ultra dark humor. Really, really dark humor. Um, so you got to be prepared for that. If you take it as a drama, uh, you might get really freaked out by the show. You take it as a dark comedy, it's really good stuff. Whole cast is amazing, but Jim Carrey is the man, you know. He's switching between a freaked out Mr. Pickles and super clean Mr. Pickles. Uh, one of his favorite uh, lines is, why use a bad word when you can use a good one? Uh, and that's the kind of character he's playing. Um, but every so often, he just completely goes off the deep end, and that's really where the fun starts. Um, last year's season finale and this year's season premiere are great. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to pull off the rest of the season, but um, uh, you don't want to miss this show. This is a really, really great one, uh, especially with Showtime shedding so much right now. Uh, number six, uh, The Neighborhood is not that new of a show, uh, but I think the season is ending, so I wanted to go out there and recommend it so you can bid just another half-hour comedy. This is a really, really great family show. stars uh, Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, Max Greenfield, who was Schmidt from New Girl, basically playing the same character. Uh, Beth Bears, who was the blonde from Two Broke Girls, who is not playing the same character. Uh, what you got here is two very white people from Michigan. Not sure how they picked Michigan, uh, but they moved to a mixed race neighborhood in L.A. And their next door neighbor is Cedric the Entertainer, who is, who is not white. Um, both families have kids. Everybody is really funny on the show. Cedric's... Uh, uh, wife is really funny. He's got two uh, grown kids that are really funny. What, what I really think I like about this show, though, is that uh, not every joke is about the fact that they're white and their neighbors are black. That 
yeah, that, that's a lot of it, but that's not all they do. You know, uh, there, there are plot lines about kids. There's plot lines about marriage. There's plot lines about dating, dating. And so they keep it really fresh and uh, they don't just kind of stick with kind of this one trick pony that it could become. And that's probably why I watch it every week is because is, is it doesn't get old uh, and it's really, really funny. Um, so highly recommend it. Um, number five, McMillions, a documentary on HBO. Uh, it's a documentary about the McDonald's monopoly scandal back in 2001. I'm not sure I heard about this. Uh, I heard about this uh, scandal at least. Uh, so I'm just getting up to speed on it. Um, uh, I think we're on episode three and I just started this week and it seems really, really great so far. Uh, the lead FBI investigator is really wild and funny. I can't believe the FBI allowed him to make some of the comments he makes on the show, but he's clearly still with the FBI. Um, and he's just a really huge character. Um, and just the concept of trying to chase down someone who might be cheating with, you know, either handling the fry holders or the shakes or the soft drink cups. Uh, this is just going to make for good uh, uh, crime drama. So I'm really interested in in, in seeing this one, uh, seeing this one through and seeing how it ends, because I really don't know the story at all. Um, uh, number four, uh, Lock and Key um, uh, debuted on Netflix last Friday. Um, I made it through in a week. Uh, it already got renewed. So you know people are watching this. Uh, when that happens so fast, you know people are also watching this. Uh, um, it was a graphic novel. Uh, and it's somewhere between young adult and a family show. So um, I, I have heard from a couple people that it's really scary, but I didn't, I didn't get that. I think young kids can definitely watch this. I don't think it's really scary. I mean, of course, there's some bad guys, there's some demons, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't think they're all that scary or they're trying to scare you. Um, regardless, the uh, show's about a family whose father, and of course it's the Locke family, uh, the father is killed. They move to his hometown to try to, uh, get over the death. And in, uh, their house, uh, what do they find? But magic keys, of course. Uh, there are some bad guys who want the keys and kids try to keep them to themselves. Uh, the magic is pretty cool. I, 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 the keys are definitely the star of the show. I mean, that's, that's what you're watching for the keys. Uh, and then the people are just kind of around the keys but the keys are the star of the show and the magic they pull off is really cool um acting is decent but it does drop into some young adult drama from time to time that you got to get through uh story is really cool not really a big mystery but you definitely want to find out what's going to happen with these keys how where do these keys come from how do they beat the bad guys you're definitely very interested in how this is all going to end Really good cliffhanger at the end. So you want to get through this. You want to get to the cliffhanger. Uh, they do a nice job of hiding that from you and explaining why it's a cliffhanger. Um, I, I definitely had to check the internet from some explanations from people that had read the graphic novels. Um, there's things that they don't explain that they hope you don't ask questions on. Uh, so I did have to jump to the internet because uh, I was interested in enough uh, finding out a little bit more about the keys and the origin. And, uh, you know, obviously the graphic novels have a lot more information. So it was, it was fun to see, you know, where this all came from. Uh, so definitely recommending Lock and Key there. Um, number three, Mythic Quest uh, on um, Apple TV Plus. 
Um, this is from the guys and the guy, uh, Rob McElhenney, who does Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't watch that show much, uh, but uh, Mythic Quest just came out last week, uh, about halfway through it. Uh, great stuff. 30-minute um, comedy. So, again, you get through it pretty quickly. Uh, the show is a bit of a video game company version of Silicon Valley. Uh, my guess is there's a lot of inside jokes that I'm not quite getting because uh, I'm not in the video game industry, but you can kind of get a sense that they're there. Um, so it's really about uh, uh, a game company trying to roll out their game. Uh, very quirky, very funny, uh, mostly revolves around the creative director, the executive producer, and the head engineer uh, is some of their assistants. Um, oh, and there's the business development guy who's, who's great in this as well. They're all pretty funny. Uh, characters are, are, are kind of, uh, you've seen these characters before. It's the awkward guy. It's the ruthless guy. It's the vain guy. Uh, but it's, they're doing a really nice job. Um, definitely laugh out loud show. Definitely laughing out loud. Um, my, my family had started watching it before me and I was, catching up with them on, on my phone, you know, in my earphones. And they caught me laughing out loud many times. Uh, so really, really great stuff. Um, the whole first show is how to make, how to make a shovel really cool in their game. So that's the kind of weirdness that you're trying to get through here. Uh, all the lead characters are really funny, but they're really focusing on uh, McElhenney, this who plays that creative director. Uh, he plays the vain guy um, and uh, everything revolves around him. And uh, he does a nice job of it. It's really, really funny. Um, number two, um, uh, I, I'm, I watched Don't Fuck With Cats this week. Um, I, you know, this is one of those shows that, you know, when I turn on Netflix, it's always staring at me there in new releases. I keep seeing it. I keep seeing it. And I keep saying, I'm going to watch it. And then finally somebody said, Hey, you should really check this out. So I, so I checked it out this week. Really glad that I did. Um, it's, uh, uh, from the description, I, I, I thought it was fictional, but it's a documentary, uh, which was fine. It was a little shocking at first. Um, and I don't like a lot of those, uh, but I'm doing two of them this week. Um, uh, so it's a documentary. Uh, it's three episodes, about an hour a piece. So you get through it pretty quickly. Um, uh, uh, it, it's, it's about a, a bunch of Facebook junkies who try to solve a murder when the cops won't intervene. Uh, so really interesting stuff. Um, it really, uh, you know, it's hard to believe it, it's not fictional. It's so outlandish uh, that it is really difficult to believe that, that this really happened and um, that uh, you know, that, that this is a true story, basically. Uh, you know, it's really difficult to believe. The bad guy is so outlandish and so bad. Um, you just can't believe there's really a, a human being like this, that, that this isn't fictional. So so um, uh, it's a much wa must watch. Even though it's a true story, I, I don't want to tell you too much about it because it, it really comes across as a mystery, as a thriller. And um, you can't wait to see how and if uh, they catch this guy. Um, and there's twists and there's turns and, you know, it's, it's probably better than, uh, uh, you know, better than strangers from a thriller perspective that was fictional. So, um, so don't fuck with cats. Gotta see, uh, must see, uh, number one, uh, this week, 
is again the center. Uh, this will probably go in the just keep watching section of the show next week. Uh, but the center is just great. Bill Pullman is a, a, a bulldog. You know, his neurotic, uncomfortable, dispassionate, persistent cop personality. He's just not going to give up. It's just a car crash. It's just a car crash. And he's turning it into a murder investigation, uh, upsetting everybody he works with, uh, upsetting uh, everybody uh, uh, in the town, this little town he's working with, uh, upsets the victim. Uh, uh, You can just uh, tell that this is getting really, really dark, really, really fast. Um, you know, with this cast. So The Sinner, definitely number one on my list this week. Um, things you need to keep watching, Shit's Creek, Magicians, The Outsider, Briar Patch is, is, is fantastic. Uh, keep watching Briar Patch. Um, uh, Miracle Workers and Project Blue Book, uh, they've all been on the top 10. They all deserve to be there. Uh, and you should keep watching all those shows. Um, up and coming next week, there's a couple new comedies that I'm trying to figure out if I like or not, Indebted and Outmatched. Uh, I'll let you know more next week. Uh, a movie that you probably haven't seen that's worth seeing, um, uh, go see Into the Dark, uh, the Valentine's version. It's just called My Valentine. Um, and uh, pretty wicked show, pretty pretty wicked uh, ending. Um, didn't see that coming type of thing. Um, but uh, really, really great to watch. A lot of fun. I, I would keep watching the whole Into the Dark series. Things are still on the list I haven't gotten to yet is Edie Falco and Tommy. I just I just don't see Edie Falco in a non-cable, you know, non-rated R type of show. I just, it's just, you know, without Nurse Jackie, without being the wife in Sopranos, I just, I'm having trouble seeing her in kind of a clean PG-13 show. Um, so keep watching TV this week. I'll talk to you next week.